Hello and welcome to episode four of the Self Love School podcast. I am so, so, so proud of myself for getting to episode four. It's a huge thing. It's been school holidays and yeah, I'm so proud of myself. Go me. So this episode is all about who is your main character, who are you showing up as in your life, who is your inner voice that's guiding you to make the choices that you're making to get the results that you get in and to use the power behind that to tune into yourself more, deepen the relationship with yourself um, and to manifest your best ever life and also to treat yourself with more love and compassion than you can do when you're unaware of what you're your thoughts are. So here we go, let's go in. First of all, first, first, first of all, is a little holiday catch-up. So I had a week in Menorca in the sun, the sea. We spent like 70% of our time in the water. I absolutely fucking love the sea there. It's perfect. Like, I wish I could bottle up the feeling of being in the sea there. It's so nice. It's so relaxing. You can just lay there on your back without the twins, obviously, when you're just on your own and float and just relax. Like it's like a, it's the most therapeutic place you can probably feel yourself. Well, it is for me anyway. Um, but I was longing to come home mostly because when you go on holiday, you always get sand in your bed and there's always like creepy crawlies, bugs, flies. But yeah, I just wanted to come home and get in my own bed. And I'd left Johnny and my son at home. So I came home. They said they'd cleaned up, but listen, the pots don't lie. The dishes tell the truth, don't they? Them pots in the dishwasher were the same ones that I put in before I left the week before. So yeah, the dishes don't lie. Those two had the best lives while we were away. They had takeaway every night. Lewis was just gaming 24-7. Johnny was just eating pizza for every single meal by the look of things. And yeah, we we girls um, had a great trip. It was me and my three daughters and my twins, two of my twins' godmothers came and it was just amazing. It was just so perfect. There was a big group of us. Everybody was helping take care of the twins, our beautiful extended family, which obviously I appreciate so much because there's so many people to kind of entertain them and just play in the pool with them and, you know, give them Fanta lemon and lollipops and all the other things that toddlers want. But when I came home, like, the, the boys were trying to tell me that they'd cleaned up and I was like, right... But it just shows you, or it just shows me, what different levels of like base, the baseline, bottom line, cleanliness, tidiness, uh, non-negotiable that other people will live in and that, that you'll live in and what you'll accept and what they'll accept. And I personally can't live in chaos because I feel like my mind is already busy enough. Like it's already got the mess of, not the mess, but the the thoughts of like, I'm looking after four or five people's well-being, their emotions, feeding them, making sure my own needs are taken care of, 
making sure I've done the things on my to-do list that I really do need to do because otherwise it'll affect me in the future. Um, Remembering to ask people to feed the dog or put the bin out and to make sure the bills are paid and all those other things. So I find for me, um, if I don't live in a, a house with my own order, I'm not saying it's perfect or tidy. I'm definitely not like going to be showing you videos of my house, but yeah, I need that order for myself to make myself feel good. And that's part of this podcast today. It's about learning what our own inner guidance is teaching us and being aware of it and how we can tune into it. So my big kids have started using this phrase. Oh, she's the main character. Look at her. She's the main character. Um, and it's when somebody is like using an everyday part of life to over dramatize what they're doing and to be like, say if it's good or bad, they're just making a big show of it. Like, you know, you know, when you see people filming themselves and you think we can all see you, but they don't care because they're the main character. That's it. They don't care. So this phrase that, yeah, that I keep hearing now, it's kind of new. It's probably a TikTok phrase, but the whole teaching that I'm going to tell you about behind it is timeless. We've always known about our ego, about our soul self, about all the different teachings of how you tune into your own inner guidance. And we all have that internal dialogue going on, our inner voice, our inner critic, who's constantly in communication with us. So we're going to use the witchy kind of teachings of the self-love school course to go into what our main character is. Who are we being guided by? Who is making us think and feel the way that we do? Who is kind of the inner voice that we're hearing day after day after day where, where we're like maybe hating our lives? Um, this teaching is so good because it just lets you have that awareness so you can kind of tune into your own dialogue and then make make the choices that you want to make from there. It's not about changing yourself and it's not about diminishing one side of you and getting rid of that because both sides of light and dark, good and bad, happy and sad, they're all valid and they're all there for a reason. If you don't you can't get rid of one side of things because you think it's bad for you and just live a life happy as a monk skipping through the forest because that's not real life. What we're doing with self-love is tuning into ourselves and like kind of, you know, getting to know ourselves even better than ever before. So let's do some witchy stuff for how we use our own main character to manifest a great life. So in the previous episodes, we've spoke about manifesting using our cycle. And I talked about how we have four different seasons each month as a woman. But I also feel like we have two of the loudest voices going on inside us. And they are our martyr and our goddess. If you did the self-love school course, you will have named yours. So I named my um, my martyr Moaning Myrtle and I can just hear her right now complaining and whining. 
Um, and your goddess might be called, I don't know, like Beyonce's goddess is Sasha Fierce, her alter ego, her most um, energetic and prevalent self. So when you tune in into these, you're just becoming aware of what your thoughts are, what your own communication with yourself is. So this is your own version of how life is happening for you at the moment. And we believe that our thoughts are true because, one, it's easier to just believe what's being told to you internally. Um, it's safer. It's familiar. And it keeps us in a place where we, we recognise our own life and we know what's happening, even if that is, a, is you know, turning away from our own inner guidance we we know where we are kind of thing so what is your current message think about like who your main character is is she is she your martyr does she have wounded feminine energy i'm going to look into that in a second or is she mostly your goddess who is healthy feminine energy she's lighter and feels less heavy less drained and more in tune with her own life and intuition so how i view these two characters in my own mind sound like a schizophrenic don't i but you'll understand the more that i talk about it that hopefully you'll understand or you might get me sent to the priory and if you do can you put me in a really really nice room on my own with like fruit baskets and croissants for breakfast please um and massages and pedicures the list goes on clarins products one of these characters is like your anchor so your martyr your inner critic your ego is kind of anchoring you down she is if you imagine your life you as a tree your beliefs are your roots coming down from you and they are holding you down stead and firm fast where you are and obviously you need a belief system but these ones might not always be working in the best way for you and the other one I view as your propeller um, that's kind of pushing you through life into your future and it's more of a light and breezy feeling the martyr's view is worst case scenario like we're all gonna die everything's gonna go wrong this is all shit fuck this and your goddess might be like best case scenario this could all go great um i can ask for help i can receive help i can let's do up this all together kind of thing both have the same life happening to you though the same circumstance and when we use this toolkit as part of our everyday life, it just erases our awareness. If you can imagine um, life is coming down and it's happening to each of us and we're all seeing a different kind of, a different version of it. So can you imagine, did your nana have Swarovski crystals or your auntie, in my example, um, like a little swan? Was it a swan or like a duck? can't remember. It was some kind of bird. But anyway, imagine life coming down and hitting that crystal. 
each of us sees a different a different refraction of light from that crystal each of us is experiencing from a different part of the same life hitting different parts of the crystal and if you can accept that that's how life's happening rather than it's just one beam onto you it's so much easier it just makes it less difficult to live day to day to day um so let's do some little witchy things then first of all a martyr now your martyr is clouded by wounded feminine energy so think about what that would mean for you maybe she thinks nobody listens to me i do everything and i mean everything nobody cares about me nobody recognizes what i do and she's constantly like putting herself last she is bottom of the pile and she bloody well knows it her her self-worth is low because she's constantly looking for like external praise she's desperate for love and for acceptance she needs validating all the time she is insecure and she might feel that if only she was skinnier or younger or had bigger lips or bigger tits or smaller tits or flatter stomach then then things would be okay um sometimes she can be manipulative and she will try and control things and try and control the outcome of things and i go deep into that in the self-love school um course which i will be relaunching soon but not yet um but the control i feel like the internet puts a lot of emphasis on like narcissism control manipulation and we repost things and we're like oh this is a narcissist but we all control things we all want somebody else to be the version that we want them to be we all ask people to do things that you know we might nag our husbands to do something that they say they're going to do and and it makes us just feel depleted at the end of it our expectations of them don't match up to what their version of something is often i feel like the martyr struggles to really accept help and she doesn't ask for it either she just likes to suffer she'd rather suffer really than than ask for help and if people do give her help this is the worst bit and we've all been here they've not done it right you know when you're watching somebody over the shoulder washing the pots and you just think, what the fuck are you doing? You're not even washing the pots right. That is, that's your martyr there. That is your martyr. So we're distracted by these inner thoughts. And when I feel like I'm in martyr, the dialogue is so, so loud that I, I'm distracted by life. Like I, that's the time of, that's the time in my life that I'm literally like running up and down the stairs looking for my phone and my phone's in my hand. You know what I mean? Like you're really, really out of sync with yourself and you're flapping about everything and you're making a huge, a huge issue out of 
your life, basically. So what can you do with your martyr to, before we go into goddess mode, what can you do with your martyr to give her a voice, to let her be heard? Because essentially, there's not good or bad in either of these things. They're both, it's worthy to note that we need both of them. We need both facets of life, the dark and the light, to be able to function. Um, and our martyr is actually there to keep us safe and to tell us like, no, I don't like this. I don't want to accept this and I'm not comfortable with it. If we can listen to her and instead of her letting, letting her go like wild with the moaning, if we can listen to her early on and give her a voice, we can really like tune into ourselves and decide from there what we want to manifest. What do we want to let go of? Like, um, what do we want to keep? What do we want to change? What can we recognize in our own behavior? Now, I know a lady who did the self-love school um, course, one of my clients, she did a four-page, might have even been longer. You know who you are. If it was longer than four pages, inbox me and tell me how long it was. Um, letter. So your martyr's letter will start like, hi, it's me, your martyr. Uh, I've barely got time to write this letter because I'm so busy doing everything for everybody else. Um, and yeah, let it all out. Let everything go out. Flow, flow, flow. Um, and then read it back. If you don't want to write a letter as well, another trick you can use is to use the voice note function on your phone. Talk into your phone. You'd probably normally offload this onto a friend. So being able to use your voice note and then listen back to yourself gives you a real sense of like your tone, your what you're repeating over and over again, how you feel about yourself. And it's normally deep feelings of being unappreciated, busy, overwhelmed, unloved, um, resentment and hating on the body, um, feeling guilty for the way that you feed yourself, the way that you treat yourself, the way that you talk to yourself. <laughs> funnily enough um oh it makes me feel quite sad talking about this I can feel I feel like a martyr letter might be coming out of me right now the key thing is not to chastise yourself when you let all this go just let it free flow you know um some people keep them so they can refer back to them and say this is where I started from this is where I'm at now. She's going to come out all the time because life is just going to keep happening and keep happening. And we just want to keep changing and up-leveling ourselves. And some people literally think, oh my God, why am I talking to myself like that? And burn that bitch. Burn, burn, burn. And then just keep tuning back into that martyr letter every, every month or so and see where you are. Um, so what's the opposite of the martyr? What is the opposite? That is the healthy feminine energy of the goddess. Um, and even the word goddess, like it just comes off your tongue so much nicer. So the goddess has strong, healthy boundaries, but she doesn't need to announce them. And that, I feel like that's the key, the key part for me is that when you're trying to enforce boundaries when you're in martyr, nah, 
You're just sounding like a, a weirdo that's saying, I won't do that. Don't you speak to me like that. And then, then, then uh, yeah. But the goddess just will take a step away. She's got strong, healthy boundaries. But she can also be vulnerable. She asks for what she needs because she knows what she needs because she listens to herself. She's intuitive. She loves and takes care of her body. And if she decides to increase healthy eating to do something she's not expecting herself to be skinny after a day or a week she doesn't starve herself she isn't obsessing over diets she's just living a, a healthy life where she does practices for herself on a consistent basis because she loves and accepts herself she can listen to others and I feel like this is one of the key points <laughs> She can listen to others without needing to fix them. She can relate to them without internalising their suffering. And by listening and creating space for someone else, you then create community. And that is the most important thing in life, is to have community around you, to be love, loved and held, and just to be listened to by somebody. The golden silence... The goddess is always more gentle with herself. She talks to herself as if, as if she was a child, or as if you you were. To, you know, when you talk to a kid, you don't like you stupid little shit. You fucked up everything. But we often talk to ourselves like that, um, and being aware of that gives you the chance to kind of say, you know, tomorrow's another day. Let's start again. It's okay to be angry at things that make you angry. It's okay to be sad at things that make you sad. It's okay to feel down. It's okay to feel great. Like there's no right or wrong emotion. Stop beating yourself up. If you eat loads of chocolate today, just start again tomorrow. You know, she's not there saying you fat, greedy piece of shit. Ugh, look at you. Um, I love the goddess side. And I understand the importance of the martyr side. I love to write a letter to my goddess and use that as manifestation. So you could write a letter as your perfect goddess self on your perfect day. So you might say, I, I wake up um, in the morning and the first thing I do is feed myself, I give myself a drink, I write my morning pages, I journal, I do yoga, I do a meditation, I pray. Um, it could be that you wake up before everyone else because you just want to have a shower and not rush around. It could be that you eat fruit for breakfast, that you eat raspberries for breakfast, that you eat watermelon for breakfast. It could be that you've already got your food prepared. Like, Think about your perfect day and think about if you were abundantly supported, how you'd live. Maybe you'd plan meetings in so you finish at time so you're not running late uh, after work and putting yourself in stress positions. Maybe your goddess recognises that you're part of a family and that family's there to help you throughout every single part of life. You don't have to carry everything with the weight of the world on your shoulders. And you can use that when you're feeling low to read back. It's also nice to record that as a voice note 
so you can listen to it kind of like before you go to sleep and do a creative visualization of your perfect life and how you treat yourself it's it honestly now now my mood's changed I feel like yeah I love I love that side of things and I'd love to maybe I'll do that myself I'll dig out my old goddess letter and see if there's any things that I want to change myself so what are you going to do with your new knowledge your new witchy powers of knowing about your martyr and goddess are you going to write yourself two letters one from moaning myrtle and one from sasha face are you going to voice note yourself and create a perfect um visualization for when you go to sleep or are you just going to write stuff down and burn it burn 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 it's a really good thing to let go of your mars letter on the full moon which will be in about two weeks so if you want to save it and keep it as part of your letting go ceremony for the full moon that would be amazing um now i've got a little bit of news for you if you love the podcast and you want to do more of this self-development work then stay tuned for this next part. If you love the Self Love School podcast, you can now sign up for my private podcast on Patreon for less than a coffee every single week. Life coaching and self-development doesn't have to be serious, so each week I'll be taking you through witchy and spiritual rituals to get a deeper clarity and knowledge of yourself and open your self-love practice. You'll get clear on your goals and how to really use the law of attraction to get them. With full moon and new moon rituals, vision boards, crystals, journal prompts, meditations, card pulls, visualisation, tapping, spells and manifestation. I'll be sharing each week something for you to get one step closer to your dream life. The key to living more abundantly in every area is to show yourself consistency and of course deepen your self-love. So what are you waiting for? Sign up now in the show notes or follow the link on Instagram at Emma Rose Rennie. See you in there.